we have arrived. Hello, everybody. And it's me. You probably know who I am, James Perry. And this way. <laughs> and we are live on Facebook Live. And we are in the fantastic Titanic Studios. Sorry, Titanic Suites. I keep on saying studios. And they are truly fantastic. Yeah. They are awesome. And it's Catherine McComb. How are you doing? Um, so, Titanic Suites on Adelaide Street. And a big um, thank you to Johnny McLennan for letting us use this place. The facilities are brilliant. It's my second time here. So, Catherine McComb, Martin Gilchrist, Martin... Margaret G. McGee, Neil Kennedy, we've got loads of people joining us. Tons of people joining us here. That's they're because here. there's lots of interesting things they're going to find out. Or would you? <laughs> so, hello, Neil Kennedy. Unfortunately, I was not at CrossFit this morning because I was actually doing a podcast this morning. Mm -hmm. for A, a very interesting podcast. Yeah. Because you have been named as one of the top 20 Chartered accountants to follow in 2018. Yeah, sort of fine. It's crazy. Two guys from Ireland on a global list. It was mad. So it was Andrew um, Cod and Cork, who spotted, who's the other guy, and he'd done a podcast with me this morning and has to go live in the next week or so in his podcast show. So everybody tune into that. I'm sure you'll send the link so, so that we can all hear yeah, about it. Yeah, it was mad. It was actually really surreal. Martin Gilchrist, hey guys, made it. Martin, thank you very much. So what we're doing today, and I'll put a, put a bit of context on this. Liz Bradley, my good friend from work, well, from old work. Old work. Uh, um, Liz is on, and thanks very much for joining us. So put a bit of context of what of what this is about. So I walked into a coffee shop in St. Fields County Down. You're on, not going to start there, yeah, are you? We're yeah, going to go, we're yeah, gonna go right back to it, Monday. It was a Monday. That was Monday. On Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked in, and Ursula, I was going to meet a girl called Joe Work, and hopefully Joe will be coming in at some point as well. So and Ursula was sitting with Joe, and turned around and looked at me, and I looked at her, and we recognised each other from the internet, her social media. So, hi, Johnny, from uh, Hi Titanic Suites. The facilities are great, um, and I strongly advise people to, to, to come here and use the facilities. So what happened was then that... Ursula looked at me, I looked at Ursula, we started chatting, Joe, we all had a great chat, and I posed the question for Ursula. He did. He posed the question. Why do you do what you do? And mm -hmm. uh, Sean Cochran, fellow Lockin Island man, how you doing, Sean? Um, and I posed the question, why do you do what you do? And then you said something phenomenal to me where you done one of the largest property transactions in Belfast in November. Is that right? Uh, well, at one of the highest value residential house sales okay. in Belfast. And I was blown away. But I like that. I like what you said better though. I'm, I'm, we'll go with that. We'll go with what. <laughs> we'll go with what. <laughs> I was I was blown away by that. And then the yeah. next question I said, "Well, how many people have you actually told about that?" And you went, "Very, very, very few." So I put the challenge out there to there's a there's um. A group called Referral Tuesday, a fantastic group, and great credit goes to Shane McCann to create that group. And I put the challenge to a few guys on Monday night, go and do a 30-second Facebook Live video telling you, telling everybody about what you do and why you do it. And that is a key thing that I'm trying to do. So I said, Ursula, put the challenge down. Ursula, 
we're going to have a Facebook Live interview on this. So that's what has came through. So and here we are, Ursula. Here we are. Tell us a bit about yourself. How did you get into the whole of this property game? Yeah, how did I get into the whole property game? So I arrived in the real estate industry in 2007, yep. 2007. And um, as a chartered surveyor, and I've worked in chartered surveying for the last 10 years, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. There's um, met so many lovely people and really enjoy the world of real estate. So last year I took the decision that I wanted to branch out and have my own real estate business. And in addition to that, add on residential services to the commercial brand that I already have and what I've what I've been doing for you know the majority of my career. And the reason for that is because I wanted to show our residential consumers of real estate services that there is passion in the industry and passion to deliver the best standard of service at the you know as competitive you know a competitive phase and really take you know, really try and change the culture of what residential agency And that's is. the reason why you went out on your own? Also following the dream to have my own business and to do things the way I want to do them. Was there a catalyst? Was there any spark that led you to go, right, I want to do this myself? Um, because talking to people this week, um, <laughs> Ronan Gilchrist, yes, my third lunch date with James this week. Phenomenal. <laughs> Ronan's phenomenal. Um, and certainly I'll be doing stuff with Ronan uh, moving forward in the next 12 months. Just one other thing, guys. If you have any questions, put it up on the wall, and we will we'll chat about them as we're going along. Oh, yes, so ask questions, please. Fire, fire, ask questions. Fire the questions and do that there. So why did you want to start out on your own? I guess because whenever you have your own ideas about doing things and haven't been in the industry for so long, and just hearing what other people have to say about what their expectations would be in terms of the service that they get whether it's in the commercial sector or the residential sector right. and my view was i can do that i can deliver that i can hear people's pain points and do something about that mm -hmm. so for example um imagine if your real estate agent was available to you after hours in a format that was easiest for you to use for example, a text. So imagine you got a text at, you know, whatever time after business hours, just as a reassurance point that, you know, everything's going well, or this is where we've got to, or this is what's happened today. You know, at the end of the day, what people are trying to do is get on with their lives, do what they need to do, and, you know, what they're involved in in the real estate, whether it's selling a house, whether it's buying a house, that is a part of a bigger picture. Because people want to do with people. Yeah. And you, so you were trying to get this, would you say it was like uh, the hamster wheel? So yeah. you're trying to get off the hamster wheel to make it more personal? Yeah, I think so. I think so because I know that, 
you know, at the end of the day, it's it is about transactions and it is about you know getting people from point A to point B. But real estate just happens to be the commodity that we're trading in. Behind everything, there's a person, and a person with their own particular set of circumstances, their own challenges, their own dreams and desires, and their own expectations. And in order to do a really spot on job for somebody, it's important to know a few things about them in order that you can, you know, realize as much of their objectives as you can. So essentially, you're, you're a premium sort of product out there and that you're going to be that one-to-one link. I think that's important. That was really, to, that's the nail on the head. It's, one, it's one-to-one. So for example, if I'm working with a client they have my mobile number, they have my email address, and we work together. Yeah. And it's not it's 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 not a case of, you know, being left, you know, to your own devices at any point. If you have a question, you just ask me. If you know you need an update on something, you know, we just do that and we just keep the thing moving. And as a you know, just as a consequence of just those simple you know, communication things. If you get the communication right mm-hmm. and you get the trust in place, you can actually have a really good time. And the thing is that, and we've got Collie Graham, the legend that is Collie Graham. <laughs> there, and, I'm so glad so many people are here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and Collie, Collie done a great talk for me before Christmas, one of my networking events. But Collie has got his own um, sales training academy. And yeah. I, I have no doubt that one of the key things he would say is for that element of trust. Um, yeah. I know with working with my own accounting student yeah. uh, students, it's that element of trust. That is. You're not going to pull the wool under their or over their eyes, and you're there for them. And yeah, look, we're all here to help. Um, and w- people are actually really, really good. And if you ask them for help, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's really where I'm coming from with that. So. What is a typical day like for Ursula Mayer's real estate? I mean, I think I'm saying real estate is very Americanized. You know, it, well, it, it is, but I like how it sounds. And I think that <laughs> I do. I like That's... how it sounds. And you did, you, you know, you started off by saying that I, I am a little bit different in terms of, you know, how okay, I work okay. and how I operate. Why are you different? So why, why not? Why are you different? In a nutshell, give a sentence. In a nutshell, different? well, I think... Just as in a, in a in a in a nutshell, it is very much a case of, you know, real estate is the commodity, but people are what's important in what we do, and if you build good relationships with people, if people enjoy working with you, if people trust you, if you have integrity, if you have a good ethical um, structure to what you do, there is no reason why um, things can't run smoothly and more more importantly there's no reason why people can't you know have their anxieties alleviated their stress is alleviated because somebody is taking care of their affairs so how nice would that be wouldn't that be awesome imagine you had an issue and it was around real estate and it was a headache and it was bothering you or it was just something that you needed to Get done. So what makes you unique then is you do an end-to-end process. Yeah. Really, really personal. Yeah, I do. I do because that's the other thing about it. Whenever somebody is selling a house, what do they need? Okay. Kylie's got a question for you. Of course. So 
Do we need to change the mortgage system, i.e. a mortgage that is for life and moves with you? Well, that's a that's 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 a pretty big that's a pretty big question, Kali. So thank you for that. First and foremost, what I'd like to say is I'm not a mortgage advisor. I am a Charles Severe estate agent, so I can't necessarily give mortgage advice. But what I can say is that there are a lot of services out there that will um, assist people with their mortgage requirements. Now, what has happened over the last number of years and what we're still dealing with, and it's actually still trending on social media, is the whole discussion around negative equity, yeah. i.e. Yeah. what you, the mortgage you took out at a certain point is now servicing a debt where the value is not realized anymore. In simple terms, a hundred thousand pounds mortgage and you're paying a hundred thousand pounds mortgage on an asset that's worth fifty. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of that still going on. A lot of a lot of people who are actually taking the initiative now here in January twenty eighteen and dealing with their negative yeah. equity situation. So what I would say is, should a mortgage follow you along your lifetime, you apply once and it follows you along your lifetime, that, that's, a, that's, that's potentially a very, a very um, big financial commitment because there are so many variables along your lifetime that affect your affordability. Do you want to, um, so in, in, a, in a scenario, you have um, a six-figure salary that allows you to ac access higher lending, and in five years' time, your financial circumstances have changed, and the income that you have no longer sustains that high lending. Do you want to have committed to that? If it's going to follow uh, you throughout your life. If it's going uh, to follow you yeah, throughout right your life. So in, in in the other scenario, you could you could maybe borrow quite small and that's less risk. And, you know, there's – that is a – that's a – how did you think that up? That's a big one. <laughs> that's why that's why Collie's a legend. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the main thing is there are great points there, but – Go and ask a mortgage you, advisor. You've got to ask the right people. You and this is what you know. This is what I said to Frank Mitchell on Monday on on U one hundred five. Whenever we were talking about the whole yeah, you're day a radio, thing, you're a radio celebrity now. I just I, I do like to get on the radio and say some things, okay. and it is about you know when it's important that whenever you go to your professional, like James, I'm sure you come across this. People ask you, people ask you for advice and different things. And maybe you're not the one to ask, but you're the one who can signpost. Right. So the the key that my boss in Grant Thornton actually always said this. One of the partners in Grant Thornton said this. Yeah. Right, James. I don't know the answer, but I know somebody who does. Yeah. I think that's a key thing in life, anyway. It is. Yeah. Just a wee shout out to a few people. Edmund Carl. Edmund, I think you chatted to on Tuesday night before Tuesday. I did, Edmund. Thank you for that. Nice to see you. Right. This is amazing. Pan fully from Cyprus. No, I've got, I have to tell everybody about the story of Pan. I'm absolutely overjoyed that he's, he's here live with us. Pan contacted me approximately this time last year and doing his last exam in, um, to become a qualified accountant. Yeah. One paper left. And we worked through stuff, motivational things and all that type of stuff. Um, Pan worked and worked and worked and the motivation to push through all that for his last exam to become fully qualified after a number of years of trying. And if you want a lesson in persistence, mm. Pan's story is amazing. 
and Pam is now an advocate for ACCA, which is a global accountancy body. Wow. Just phenomenal stories. Oh, so nice that you're on there, Pam. And this Chuff. is this is the reason why I do this. To be perfectly honest, the reason why I do the the coaching yeah. is to try and get people through those stories. Who yeah. else is here? Wayne Ritchie, my best mate, who I know since the age of four, another fellow Lockin Island man. <laughs> Peter Cochran, another fellow Lockin Island man. We've got a lot of Lockin so, Island. Tons of Lockin Island people here. <laughs> so you know why I bought the views. <laughs> I can give them a wee fiver. Will you watch this? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Get your invoices in, folks. I'm only joking. Um, Collie, I believe there's a similar mortgage system in the USA. Yeah. Stephanie McKittrick as well. So, folks. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> so, what is a typical day like for mayors real estate? Oh gosh, it's From so the varied. Get up in the morning to, to It's 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 so varied. I mean, I will just try and structure my day as best I can, and and sometimes sometimes it has to be a little bit reactionary. Um, I mean, I'm that's I think that, and that's the you know that's the thing whenever you. You know you are working for yourself you have to be organized and you have to be disciplined and you know as well as you know getting through your quota of work and meeting your deadlines and and all the rest of it and getting out to see your clients you know making sure that you take the time to connect with your clients get on the phone with them you know it's um follow up with emails Report writing. It's all fairly hectic. It's it yeah, it is, but it this is why structure is just so important. Completely. And <laughs> you know, being organized in order that you can get through, you know, what you need to get through and prioritize. Mm -hmm. You know, the stuff that you don't get done gets added to the list. Here's one thing. For... <laughs> to do list. A to do one list. Guy, one guy, um yeah, I don't know if he's Robert Herdman, if you know Robert. And thank you, Robert's done networking events for me as well and spoke fantastically. Um, Robert gave me the idea of a must-do list. A must-do list? Yeah. So you do it the night before. Yeah. And it's the three things that you must do the next day. Yeah. So a to-do list grows exponentially and you never get half the stuff done. Yeah. Must-do list, three things you do. You draw it up the night before and you do them the next day. Yeah. And you get through it the hell of a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So get through those three things and then the rest of the day is your priorities. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Got a, got a really good question for you. You could have warned me. What would you have told yourself, if you could tell yourself, give yourself one bit of advice whenever you're at age of 20, what would you give yourself? Well, that would have only been like last year. So let me say, what would I have, what would I have told myself 12 to months ago? straight face, by the way. <laughs> if I could have given myself one piece of advice, um, at age 20, I think it would have been, can I, can I fast forward and then go back? You do what you want. I know, some this people say really I should have, this yeah, is this is my show. show, this is my show, yeah. So one of the things that happened whenever I took the decision to have my own business, you start to think differently and you start to view the world a bit differently. And for example, if I hadn't taken the decision to be self-employed, James, I don't think you and I would have ever met. That's that's enough. Yeah. That's that's a good decision. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. Me. So it's that it's that whole thing. And look at all the people that we have on yeah. looking at us right now. These things would not have yeah. happened yeah. if I had not taken that decision. Exactly. And I bet there's a lot of people on there who could relate to that. Once you come out of that nine to five that 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 formality that guaranteed paycheck all of that sort of stuff 
I think that the psyche and how you, how, how you, it's just different. It's just different. So my 20 year old self, I think that I could have benefited from that way of thinking yeah. earlier on. And, um, and there are not wait until you make, yeah, but there are some people get there early. Yes, one, get there earlier. Yeah. One thing that I would say that I only reached that stage last week, a few months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I procrastinated like mad. Procrastination, that is a big word. Yeah. Well, yeah. again, Robert Herman told me, and to be fair, I think he's right, there's no such word as procrastination. Well, what it's happened actually, a couple of months ago then? It's actually not a priority. That's what you should be saying to yourself rather than procrastination. Why? Because procrastination is a negative word. Uh, whatever psychology yeah. piece behind it. But that's why we say. That's why we say challenges and not problems. Uh, We're supposed to say challenges. I have challenges. Stuff. I don't Who have else problems. Connor killing another Lock and Island man. Alina, how are you doing, Alina? Um, what were you going to say about a couple of months ago? Though? Right, so a couple of months ago, I procrastinated like mad to apply just for a career break. I.e., not I was clinging on to that monthly paycheck. Yeah. So the risk element. Yeah. And it's a very, very it's an educated risk. But yes. actually taking that even joke, you know, it's nearly sent me overboard. Yeah, yeah, because it's a big deal. Without a doubt. But I would, if I was 20 year old, I would, now I would take more risks than I did up to now. More educated risks, Completely. as in, you know. You can you can sort of control the consequences. Yes, you yes. Know, you know, not, not gung-ho and not throwing in, you know, going crazy, but certainly controlled risks. Um, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Because you can get a little bit sort of in your lane so there's there's a there's a structure that happens and it's you know you go to school and you get your a levels and then you get your degree and then you do your training and then you you establish your career and then you work in your career and then you stay in your career and then you retire out of your career and that's it yeah. you know that can be you know that that's that's what we're taught that's that's we're conditioned work that's yes that's what we're led to believe but the funny thing is that for me, whenever people said to me, gosh, that was a big deal to resign. You resigned, I can't believe you resigned. Are you sure, are you crazy, are you mad? Mm -hmm. You know, it's such a big deal. It didn't feel like a big deal, James, if I'm honest. At the time, it didn't feel like Why a big not? deal. And I said this to you earlier on in the week, you know, the fear of not doing it became stronger okay. than the fear of doing it. So what if? It's the what if. Yeah. You know the what if. I agree with that. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. Um and then you and I would never have been here on this live with all these lovely people giving us all these thumbs up. We also have got Stephanie. Change your mindset and change your life. Completely oh, agree. Oh yes. Three Stephanie. years three years ago, three and a half years I was three and a half years ago, I was definitely not the person I am now. And thank Thankfully, I'm much better for it. Yeah. Um, well, well, we'll talk about that after, maybe. At some stage. Yeah. At some stage. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing that I would have done when I was twenty, and this sounds really bad. People are going, "Oh, James, I would read more books." That sounds weird, but I would have read more books. What? What? So what? What kind of literature? Personal development stuff. Develop personal development. Get the mind yeah. as open as possible to everything. Yeah. Yeah. So try um, and get that mind shift completely working in a better way earlier in your life. Without a doubt. And yeah. I was sort of going along the conditioned route that you're supposed to take. Um, oh, yes. Up until three years ago. And then it's yes. really, you read so much more. Everyone can, yes, definitely, definitely. Everyone can can benefit from reading personal development books. Yes. So let's yeah. throw it out there, put it onto the wall. What is the best book you have read and why? 
So give us your give us your answers. Yeah. Fire that up on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that's definitely my thing. But, and no messing around, Stephanie. We know how you like to joke around. We want serious book titles. So what's really making you excited at the minute in the whole world of real estate? Oh, what, what's happening out there? Is there any? Is there movement? What is what is getting me excited about real estate is the fact that. Um, we we have challenges in the industry. There's no doubt about it. We have ten years. Well, what I say is that the recession has been officially documented as over. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. but in actual fact, there's the potential to suggest that we are in the longest hangover from the recession. Okay. And we did touch earlier on the negative equity situation mm -hmm. that people are still dealing with. Um, inflation, consumer debt, wages haven't really kept up with inflation, wages and salaries haven't kept up with inflation. So we still have, you know, personal financial issues that people are people are dealing with in their everyday lives. And that's as a consequence of the economy, political instability. Yeah. It's it's the environment that we're in. Look who's joined. The oh hi Sean. Shauna Higgins has joined all the way from London. But where's Shauna from? Shauna's from Lachlan Island. We uh, have we have the entire population of Lachlan Island on right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. The um, economy and where we're going with property. Yeah. Right. So there, there's there are still so many challenges facing the real estate industry. And what excites me about 2018 in real estate is that I get to be a part of dealing with those challenges, helping people with those challenges and being part of the solution of of the challenges that we face so if i was going to go and buy a property now what one bit of advice would you give me hire me apart from that <laughs> apart from that well one piece of advice in a, in a nutshell and just very very simply know what you want Try and get your criteria as concise for a as as yes. And what do you mean location, size? Yeah, that sort of thing. Terrace, semi, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Things that yeah. things that you would be less reluctant to compromise on. So it's your priority list. What absolutely do you do you need from a property? I worked with a client recently and one of the things that they just did not want to compromise on was the heating system. They wanted a gas and they didn't want to compromise on it. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's it's knowing it's knowing what you're looking for, and then also knowing what you are prepared to compromise on, because mm. you will not find everything mm. in 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 one package. Who have we got here? David Sloan, Mister Sloan. It's been a long time since we've. Uh, it's uh, Jim Bob here. Sorry, that just gave you a nickname with just to you, just to give me. Okay, so where do you think things are going going in the future with property? especially here well we're we're hopeful that things will continue to improve is there still value in the market at all is there bargains out there to be had it's competitive okay. it's a really competitive market so in the first instance you might say yes there are there are bargains to be had albeit not as many as there was a few years ago but it's competitive we have more players in the market and we have more people looking for for investment potential 
within real estate and that is you know this is why it's it has such an real estate is such an exciting industry to be in because it links into everything so where i was taking that point on to next was the tourism industry yeah so people are people are seeing the the investment potential in in the likes of airbnb do you know what i mean yeah i've thought of that myself Oh, have thought, you? Yeah, have you? Yeah. So it's you see, it's not as it's it's just not as straightforward. So, for example, if you find something and you think, oh, that's a bargain, or you know that that would really benefit me. Um, and I did actually write a piece on this recently, and it was about the whole buy to let market. Where'd you write? On my social media. Okay. Mm -hmm. How can you plug it? Where can we find that? Um, you can find it on Facebook. You can find it on LinkedIn. You can find see, it on this Twitter. This is what this is for. <laughs> Tell everybody. Tell everybody your story, tell everybody you're writing good quality stuff. Get that message out there that because people need good quality information. If they're going to get from you, you have to tell everybody that. Yeah. As a guy, I'm telling everybody at the minute, get your story out there. Yeah. Make sure you're telling people why you're doing things and what makes you different. Yeah. The next yeah. question I was going to say is, what misconceptions would people have about you and why are you not those misconceptions? misconceptions? Give me an example. Give I have an example. no idea. Give me an example. I'd tell someone I'm an accountant. Oh. <laughs> I am not. I am not the stereotypical kind. Far, far from it. Right, and that's, probably, yeah. that's probably my selling point. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? A misconception about me? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, what? could it, could it, somebody somebody give me a suggestion? Somebody take something in and say something. Okay. A misconception. Yeah. So you do you so <laughs> you go into the property realm and people think. What would generally people think of the whole property realm? Well. Um, or your state agency. I think one of the or... one of the challenges. I see. I, I I I love the word challenge. Have you picked up on that? Yeah. Somebody out there should be keeping a tally on how often I say that particular word. One of the challenges that our industry is facing at the moment is that um, I'm a member of the RICS Chartered Surveying Institute that we subscribe to, and one of the main challenges we have at the minute is that 14% of our membership is currently made up of women mm -hmm. so we're really struggling not only to attract women into the industry yeah. but we're struggling to keep them there so we're finding there's there's not enough um there's not enough people choosing to go on to the course at, at university and we're seeing a drop-off rate from people who have already embarked upon the career and accountancy would have had accountancy would have had that misconception yeah but that's yeah. completely changed. It's, now. it's changed. Usually, yeah. Yeah. So how can how can So a misconception might be if I say that I'm a chartered surveyor and there aren't that many ladies. Female chartered surveyors. There are not that many female I, I I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've I have a question here. Um Liz Johnson. What's the bio thank you, Liz, too, for your question. What is the biodelect market like at the moment and how buoyant is it? Well, like I said before, the buy-to-let market is a competitive space, and it's a competitive space from the purchasing point of view. So, as I've, I so I, I have written a piece about this, and one of the points that I've mentioned in it is hashtag generation rent. Have you ever heard of that? No. Hashtag generation rent. I'm assuming so, that's because this generation comes through has to rent all the time rather than purchase. Yeah. So we have a we have a big issue right across the country from you know northern ireland you know the south of ireland up and down the uk hashtag generation rent there is a huge rental market out there and that rental market is on the back of the lending structures that that support lending based on 
deposits that people don't have, interest rates that people can't afford, and there's and it's a big commitment. It's a big commitment. So while the the rental market is doing very well in terms of the rents that can be charged because there's a huge supply and demand issue. As an investor looking to get into that market, it's competitive yep. because there are a lot of investors looking. Um, it's watching as as oh, as a queue forms outside a rental property that comes in. And the would there be a lot of institutional investors out there? So you've got a, a syndicate of people coming and buying Swedes property. Because, because I find that as, as an individual, that'd be quite hard, obviously, to go against. Yeah. So, as, in, in order to increase buying power, mm -hmm. you would find that groups of people would join together. Mm -hmm. Oh, and to increase buying power, you just need, you might necessarily just need to add one more person. Yeah. Onto your uh, team I, and I've form a team of two. I've experienced that with a friend of mine. Yeah. Doing that sort of investment as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that was been. a good question. Well, thanks, Lisa, for that. I enjoyed that. Um, and the last question. Okay, what are your priorities over the next 12 months? And the key thing is, how are you going to achieve them? <laughs> how are you going to achieve them? How are you going to get those goals? My, my, my main priority over the next 12 months is to push my residential house sales and buying brand. Okay. And that's, that's if, you know, at the end of 2018, that's what I will be looking at. And that will be my that's that's my measure, and 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 that's that's where I would really. And the like brand to. thing's really important because that's yeah. where I've learned a lot over the last number of months about pushing my brand. Yeah. Albeit it's not bringing, you know, it's not what you would call. I actually am feeling guilty about what I'm calling not working, right? Right. Yeah. Because I see workers sitting at a desk twenty four seven. Well, well, we are at a desk. Well, no, but you're so welded to it, doing the computer and, and all that. There. Yes. Well, I'm feeling guilty, but as in, if you haven't that. sent fifty emails yeah. that day, you haven't yeah. worked. Yeah. So, but my I'm actually should be actually taking the the, the, the tack that going out and meeting as many people as possible is work, because I'm building my personal brand and doing mm -hmm. this is building our brands. Yeah. And that's see, I would have told my. And this is actually a lot of fun too. Isn't it? it is a bit of crack. I would have told my 20 year old self that as well. So anybody there in early 20s, go and build your brand, go and build a network. Um, and it's obviously phenomenal. So you're going to build your brand. Yeah. Anything else for 2018? Um, that's, that's the one that I'm in a, in a professional sense that I'm really focusing on. And also this has been so much fun because we've had so many people come on, you know, and listen to what we have to say. And that's, that's really important to me is getting my message out there. And that was the challenge I put out to you. Oh, you did? Oh, you sure did. Right. Yeah. Now, this is, this, this is an accountability piece oh, as without well. Doubt, without doubt. So yeah. many, many more people now, now know your name. And that's the key thing. Um, Martin Gilchrist, if he's still there, Martin said a, a fantastic thing to me. He said about personal brand. Personal brand actually means what people are saying about you whenever you are not there. And I think it was such a fantastic thing. So it's yeah. really just to get your name. And if the guys, if there's anybody out there who's just starting off your business or whatever, or you've got an established business and you think you can take the next step and you want to grow your brand, just go out and do it because we are in the generation. Um, yeah. You can do it quite easily, social media, and, you know, get your face in front of this. And, yeah. You know, people know the amount of videos I'm doing now. Be an agent like me, but just go and do it. But this is the thing, James, and it's it's important to even just let people know that the generations that what's that piece I read? Where there's millennials, there's the baby boomers, then there's millennials, Are and we then millennials. 
I think we you are millennials. Are. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely on that. I'm virgin out of the millennials. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the next one is, is the... They're Generation. called linkers. <laughs> or connectors. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. And the reason why they're called that, you know, the, the next generation coming through is because they are an expert at connecting yeah. and because they don't like to be tied down to a desk. They don't like the traditional format of working. They need flexibility. They need that more freelance, create, creative way of working. Yeah. And that's what we have seen in the office market. Sorry to be a bore and talk, you know, but that's what we've seen in the office market where um, people prefer a hot desk. Yeah, they don't yeah. want they want don't want to be tied down. And that's where places like this come in. And uh, yeah, with the, the Titanic yeah. suites here. Yeah. So if you want to have a hot desk or whatever, you can come into here and get uh, get a desk. And like it's a beautiful building here. Yeah. So it's great for that there, but yeah. definitely. Um, and for every new letting, James gets commission. <laughs> James who? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So we're going to wrap up. That was. Come thirty-seven minutes. Oh wow, that was that was really quick. It went very very quick. It was good yeah, crack. Yeah. And over the moon with the people who who joined us. Yeah. And thanks for all the questions. Awesome. And this is going to be probably a regular thing for me too. So again, building my brand. So if there's anybody out there who wants interview, give me a shout. Um, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, highly recommend. Collie Green age is only a number. Absolutely. percent you are the man. Like Collie's brilliant. If yeah. anybody wants. There's an interview between me and Collie on my James Perry Exam Coaching Facebook page and just as phenomenal. So get, get a look at that. Thank you very much. Thank you. And it was great crack. And thanks very much, everybody. I will be in touch at some point. And again, if there's a platform called Referral Tuesday, it look, it's absolutely fantastic. And if you can get joined that too as well, you'll see a lot of stuff from me. Yeah. I'm from whoever. Yeah. So take it easy. Have a great Friday afternoon, everybody. Take care. Um, I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.